the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good Friday afternoon to you. This is Bill Bunkley and the Bill Bunkley Show. Well, I want to tell you, it's a beautiful day outside, but if you are a person that keeps an eye on the markets, it is ugly. And I mean it is ugly. The markets went ugly early this morning. They've been ugly all day long, and uh, it has been uh, a day for the record books. Now, these are unofficial closing numbers uh, because we're just after the market close, and it's been, it's been a frenzy of a day. The Dow Jones Industrials uh, looks like they're closing around down 460.1 points. Let me repeat that number. The Dow Jones Industrials off 460.1 points, a drop of 1.77%. Let me move on to the NASDAQ. By the way, that close was 2550232. Let me move on to the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ. Tech has been hot the last few weeks, been sustaining the market. NASDAQ down 196.2 points. That's 196.2 points. Closing at 7642.67. The S&P 500, uh, that, by the way, the NASDAQ represented a drop of 2.5%. And the S&P 500 is off 54.17 points, a drop of 1.90%, closing at 2800.71. Now, CNBC is reporting this afternoon that it is the worst day since January And today's market action has all to do with worries over a slowing global economy. And uh, the Federal Reserve's cautious outlook from earlier in the week helped to uh, point to a reevaluation of the the global markets. And I will tell you what, it has been a, a down day all day. And some investors are considering that this might be the early signs of that a recession is coming. According to Peter Cardillo, chief market economist at Spartan Capital Securities, 
He said, and I quote, there's a host of worries out there, and those worries continue to mount. The fear of recession is increasing. As a result, we have a market that is rethinking some of the optimism that was priced in, close quote. The other thing is kind of technical in nature, but you need to know about it. But we have the uh, the three-year, the 10-year notes. The spread, which is the difference between a three-year interest rate, uh, excuse me, a three-month interest rate and the 10-year note interest rate, Treasury bill, uh, turned negative for the first time since 2007. Now, you may have heard of an inverted yield curve, and um, an inverted yield curve happens when short-term rates surpass their long-term counterparts. This is considered by investors as a trustworthy indicator of a recession coming in the near future. So what that means is the rate on a three-month note ended up going above the rate of a 10-year Treasury note. Uh, banks fell more than 4%. Whenever you have interest rates in this inversion curve, they're the ones that really get hit as well. Um, And so this is getting very, very interesting because I know some, by the time you listen to this later on this afternoon and evening, some may, may just begin to blame this on the Federal Reserve's announcement earlier this week that they were not going to be touching interest rates for the next year. And that indicated sort of a dovish move. Now, just to be clear, other than the fact of people rethinking where the global economy is, I'm not aware of any one major uh, economic statistic that came out between the last couple of days and today. This is all investor sentiment. It's all what investors are thinking. And it looks like that there could be a certain amount of fear that got into the investors today and the traders because uh, I know that as I was watching this earlier today, um, it was a tough day, had a little bit of a respite at lunchtime, just a very little bit, and then it just uh, it just fell off the cliff this afternoon. And so uh, I can tell you that on Fridays, there's a lot of uh, options expirations uh, that are happening on Fridays. And so uh, there's no doubt that some folks that who have uh, uh, posted some pretty good gains over the last uh, uh, few weeks since the market came back in January, uh, I can tell you that uh, they are they are paying some of those back to the piper this afternoon. So anyway, uh, again, we've got uh, the stock market off in a big way this afternoon. And that is probably, uh, for sure, the lead story. Well, as we look at uh, what's happening uh, around our area today, we've got uh, a couple of stories that I'm going to be talking about. And that is the Florida House and the Florida Senate have each respectively uh, come to and have put out their budgets this afternoon. We'll be talking about that in uh, just a few moments to uh, get an idea as to Exact what's exactly what's going to be happening next uh, in that area, and you may not know it, but this is World uh, Down Syndrome Day, and so um, since uh, we uh, love uh, all of life, uh, we're going to have a chance to talk about uh, that today on the program as well. Then during the second hour, we're going to have an opportunity to uh, talk a little bit about uh, um, cohabitation. 
and the instability of cohabitation as it relates to marriage. We'll be going out to focus on the family with that discussion. Glenn Stanton will be my guest, and he will be sharing a little bit about uh, a book that uh, he wrote called A Ring Makes All the Difference. But, of course, he's Director of Family Formation Studies to focus on the family. He'll be talking about that. And then we'll head to California for our weekly time with uh, Movie Guide. Ben Kaiser will be with me today. Going to talk about a new movie called Us that's uh, opening up today. And since our friends at Movie Guide next week will be in Anaheim, California, for the national meeting of um, the NRB, National Religious Broadcasters Convention, they won't be with us next Friday. So two important films that are coming out next week. Of course, one is the long-anticipated Dumbo by uh, Disney. That's going to be opening up next week. And then Unplanned, uh, the movie about um, uh, Planned Parenthood and about one of the Planned Parenthood overachievers that on a day where there was a short staff had to participate in uh, doing an ultrasound on one of the patients and what she saw changed her life and um, you're going to know a lot about not only the business model for unplanned, for uh, Planned Parenthood, uh, but we also have some cautions about the movie as well because it is, uh, you know, obviously a pretty intense movie. A couple of things before we get to the budget. I want to remind you that uh, we have our book giveaway for the month of March, and that is our Regnery book giveaway. And uh, it's a good one this month. I think it's, I think it's going to be a good read for you. The name of the book is Hate Crime Hoax, How the Left is Selling a Fake Race War by Dr. Wilfred. Now, a little bit about the book. And by the way, we have five copies that you'll be able to win. I'll tell you about that in a moment. But if you believe the news, today's America is plagued by an epidemic of violent hate crimes. But is that really true? In Hate Crime Hoax, Professor Willard Riley Wilfred Riley, I should say, and I misspoke earlier. Wilfred Riley examines over 100 widely publicized incidents of so-called hate crimes that never actually happen. With a critical eye and attention to detail, Riley debunks these fabricated events, many of them alleged to have happened on college campuses, and explores why so many Americans are driven to fake hate crimes. We're not experiencing an epidemic of hate crimes at all, Riley concludes, but we might be experiencing an unprecedented epidemic of hate crime hoaxes. Now, here's the deal. we got five copies to give away, and we've got uh, two options on our answer stations. You can either go to our 860 website at am860theanswer.com. That's am860theanswer.com. Or you can go to our Bradenton, Sarasota, am930theanswer.com. That's am930theanswer.com. Answer.com. Either one of those will do. Go to the website, click on the contest banner, and enter your name in for the book, uh, for the five books. Now, I want to tell you that you can increase your chances, um, not just in the month of March, anytime. If you set a little reminder, and if you go and send in um, uh, your name every month, that's going to increase your chances because, you know, in, in a month that has 30 days, you're going to have your name in the hat 30 times when the drawing for the five books happens. So um, I'm going to give you that opportunity. And two of the books will be signed. Two of them, uh, or three of them, are going to be 
um, unsigned. Anyway, we want you to go ahead and take a look at that and uh, get in on that for sure. And uh, important before we take a break, and we're going to come back and talk about the budget, but uh, you have that opportunity to uh, stand with us, to stand with Food for the Poor. Uh, We've got um, the finish line in sight, and all we need is uh, you to partner with us. Now, you can choose any level that you would like to participate. If you'd like to uh, sponsor a child, uh, a a one-year sponsorship is $80.00. Uh, and it's a 501c corporation, that is Food for the Poor, that is. And uh, that will give two good solid meals a day to that child as well as uh, water for a lifetime. Now, there's a couple of ways you can really help a family. Uh, think about this. A family, to support a family for a year, you could break that up. You could either make a one-time contribution of $320, and that will give them two very good meals a day uh, for the entire year uh, and uh, water for life. Or if you'd like to break it up, you could uh, set up $27 a month, 12 monthly installment payments. That's right, $27 a month, and that's the easiest one to sort of get your mind around. You're going to be sponsoring a family of four, a family of four. All four family members are going to have two great meals a day. And they're going to have water for life. And you're going to be able to do that, make that final loop happen for just a one-time gift of $27. So the question is, uh, what could be your investment today? Uh, Call right now. Phone line is open at 855-353-4673. That's 855-353-4673. You can also, on your smartphone, you can just dial pound 250, hit send. And when you're prompted, just mention the keyword food. Or you can go to our website at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. You can give security there. And, um, you know, if you can give 10 or $20, you know what? That would bless us. On the other hand, if you have been greatly blessed, and each year you may be one of those folks that look for the right opportunities to, to make a big difference, you could be a game changer. You could give a... A thousand, two thousand, three, maybe a five thousand dollar contribution that would help us to almost round it out. Call that number today, eight five five three five three four six seven three. On April 5th, don't miss The Best of Enemies, starring Academy Award nominee Taraji P. Henson. I play Anne Atwater, a civil rights activist who was able to approach hate with love. And Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. All the better if you don't get in my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. If you change one heart, you can change the world. I have a Bible. And then you ought to know, same God made you, made me. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters April 5th. Across America, it's snoring season. Right now, 90 million Americans make this sound every night. Snoring can be caused by breathing through your mouth when you sleep. If you have a blocked or narrow nose, then you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, causing snoring. Thankfully, there's mute, an ingenious Australian invention that could quiet the snoring season once and for all. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device that sits inside the nose, supporting your airway and keeping it open while you sleep. You'll breathe more easily through your nose and snore less. In fact, in trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute, allowing them both a better night's sleep. 
put snoring season to bed, America. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more. Snore less. Sleep better. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. And that's Luke 21, 24. We go there that when Jerusalem is back in the hands of Jewish people, the blinders will start coming off. That's when the time of the Gentile is being fulfilled. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. We're back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, both the Florida House and the Florida Senate today released the first draft of their budget proposals. Now, yesterday I um, had a chance to explain to you how the appropriations project, appropriations process actually works. And so uh, let me give just a quick review about that in case you weren't with us yesterday before we talk about today's numbers. What will happen is we now see the, the, the roadmap, the blueprint that the House has. It's different than the blueprint of the Senate. Uh, so both of them released that today. Now, both chambers will tweak each of these plans during the week next week. Probably we'll see some changes before uh, the comprehensive plans are brought to the respective chambers. So what will happen is they'll continue to work out the uh, the budgets. They'll go to the respective House of Representatives and the Senate, and they'll be post they'll be uh, voted out. Then they have to have uh, representatives of both houses come together in a conference committee. But let's break down the budget a little bit so you know what's happening. First of all, the budget proposals in both the House and the Senate are larger than last year. Last year, and this may be a number that may be surprising to some of you. The annual budget that was passed last year was $88.7 billion. Now, that's billion with a B. Think about that. 88, almost $89 billion. The state of Florida, the business of the state of Florida, is a major financial undertaking. The budget of Florida is larger than many countries. And so that gives you an idea of... um, uh, the importance of um, the process. Also know that that is $88, $89 billion in the budget that not a cent of that comes from a state income tax. We are very fortunate because we have a very desirable peninsula that's part of the United States of America. And the further south you get, you get down to Miami, and, of course, you get down to the Keys. Uh, You certainly have that feeling of the Caribbean without being in the Caribbean. All up and down the Florida Gulf Coast, all up and down the Atlantic Coast. Baby boomers have been coming here for years, and guess what? They don't want to just come visit anymore. They want to come to live. And that's what's happening. And I got to tell you, the more that uh, Chicago, Illinois, New York, 
all those states that have a high income tax, they are running their people out of their states and they're coming to Florida. When they really realize that you can come to Florida and not have a state income tax and you can basically get out and enjoy the weather year-round, and especially this year where a lot of them have been cooped up because of the repeated uh, frequency of the winter storms, tell you what, I was born and raised here, so I can't have a great appreciation because I was just blessed to be here all my life. But some of you who have uh, made that move, you know how important that is. Let's break down these numbers a little bit further, and that is because now, there's, there, there's a raw number difference, but that's not what you want to look at. The raw number difference is, in this year's budget, which is more than last year, the Florida Senate today released a $90.3 billion budget. That's $90.3 billion budget. And remember that we are on a fiscal year basis, which means that this budget will begin to operate the needs of the state of Florida on July the 1st, that's July the 1st, 1999, just a few months away. Now, the Florida House of Representatives, their budget came to $89.9 billion. So it seems like they're rather close, but they really aren't. Because they haven't boiled down the, the guts, the, the, the inward line items of the budgets. I assure you that where it only looks like, uh, you know, there's a billion dollars or so or less separated two budgets, well, that may be the dollar amount. And by the way, that's going to change, too. These are just first drafts of the deal. But what's going to happen is if you were to look at the allocations, and what I mean by that, what is the Florida House going to spend? How are they going to divvy up that $89.9 billion? In many ways, it is considerably different than if you were to drill down and look at the guts and the line items of the Florida Senate budget. So, and the other thing is, what will happen is, is again next week, and by the way, there are three budget proposals. I should have mentioned that. Pardon me for leaving that out. Governor Ron DeSantis submitted a couple of weeks ago his budget proposal that one came in at $91.3 billion. And by the way, <laughs> I just got to point it out, our governor has submitted the largest budget in state history. Now, I got to tell you, I'm still waiting for one of these years while the conservatives are in control that they are going to offer a budget Bottom line, less in terms of dollar amount when it's all over than the previous budget. I also look forward to the day one day when the legislature under conservatives' control would maybe have a year where they don't pass anything new or they pass only a handful of very important things that have to be tweaked because of what has happened in the previous year. What has happened, Florida has followed the national government in that we just, you know, every year it's a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. And so as uh, we look at what's happening here, uh, it's going to be interesting as we begin the process uh, over the next couple of weeks. So next week, what you're going to find, we're going to be midway through the session, and 
we we have this nine-week session, and it's all kind of laid out the same. So next week, the legislature, among looking at individual bills or, or legislative uh, proposals, they're going to be tweaking the individual budgets. Then they're going to be going to each respective chamber in, 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 in a full session, and they're going to outline the budget. They'll spend a whole day at least when those budgets are brought to the full House or the full Senate because they'll spend a day going through it. And it can be tweaked at anywhere, any way along the process. And then when that's done and the amendment process is done, then the House will vote out its version. The Senate will vote out its version. They'll name conferees to the committee, and uh, they'll start hashing it out. And by the way, if you didn't get a chance to hear how all of that happens, you can go to our podcast page uh, at letstalkfaith.com, download yesterday's The Bill Bunkley Show, and I did a pretty comprehensive um, instructional piece on um, how uh, we get to a final budget. Now, keep in mind that the session ends on May the 3rd, and um, the only thing that the Florida Constitution calls for to be completed is the annual budget. So keep in mind that sometimes they take it down to the end. And at the end, by the time it's voted out, or at least presented, it has to sit on the desk 72 hours, three days before it's voted out. That's why sometimes we don't end the session on time. It ends on a Saturday, Sunday, sometimes a Monday. But uh, they need to try and bring it in. I'm Bill Bunkley. Let's talk about Down Syndrome. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Special Counsel Robert Mueller is expected to soon deliver a report to the Justice Department on his investigation into Russian election meddling. President Trump says the Russian probe should never have been started. President Trump says he's reversing his administration's decision to slap new sanctions on North Korea, ordering them withdrawn. Indonesia's flag carrier seeking the cancellation of a multi-billion dollar order for 49 Boeing 737 MAX 8 jets citing a loss of confidence after two crashes in the past six months, that order worth $4.9 billion. Stocks closing broadly lower on Wall Street, erasing their gains for the week as investors became increasingly worried that the global economy is slowing down. The Dow was down 460 points. The Nasdaq dropped 196. The S&P fell 54. This is SRN News. Mary, the child you bear will become the greatest of men from the network that brought you the bible there has been talk about jesus they say he's healing the sick comes the life of jesus christ his preaching is what concerns me he's helping people from those who knew him best we are his followers we've seen him do wondrous things i am the resurrection and the life jesus his life monday at eight on history Oh, man, I've got a crack in my glass. A what? In your what? A crack in my glass. Oh, your car. What a pain in the glass. Auto Glass America will come to you and give you cash for your cracked glass. And they'll give you new glass for free. Their work is guaranteed. They use OEM quality windshields. Call Auto Glass America at 81396-GLASS. That's 81396-G-L-A-S-S. Comprehensive insurance required. Auto Glass America. Imagine not eating for days and not knowing when or if you'll eat again. That's the grim reality for families in Haiti, 
where conditions have become so dire, riots have begun, making a tragic situation all but untenable. And sadly, it's the children who suffer most. And yet, in the midst of such despair, Food for the Poor has continued to step up in faith, providing food, clean water, and housing to those in most desperate need. Right now, your one-time gift of $80 to Food for the Poor provides for a child in need to have food for a year and clean water for life. Be a voice of hope for those who are hopeless. Call Food for the Poor, 855-353-HOPE. That's 855-353-4673. Or click the Food for the Poor banner at letstalkfaith.com. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. See the holiness of God. Look at the holiness of God. You look at the holiness of God and the purity of Jesus Christ, the purity of God the Father, God the Spirit, and you will hate your sin. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. So, who's going to do what? Flashlights? Nowhere to be found. Emergency supply kits? Not packed. What about blankets? We have an old towel. Cell phones? May not work. Emergency water? Not a drop. Perfect. We all know where we're meeting if we're separated. The library. Aunt Jones' house. The bus stop. And I'll be waiting here wondering where you all are. Great. It sounds like we don't have a plan. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Don't you know each cloud contains banners from heaven? You'll find your fortune falling all over town. Be sure that your umbrella is up, 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 upside down and trade them for hey, We're back. Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show. I, I got sidetracked listening to our bumper music. I hadn't really heard this selection before. This is a Mike Miracle special, and so I got caught up in the lyrics. Hey, let me tell you what's uh, happening on this Friday afternoon. We are standing by, and uh, we're now seeing a crawl on Fox News report. No more indictments expected in Mueller investigation. We have uh, been monitoring the fact that uh, there have been rumors this afternoon that any time now, which on a late Friday afternoon, Mueller may be releasing his results of his investigation. Now, let me just caution you, that is what the rumor is. If you look around very carefully, there's uh, not a lot of speculation on any of the major uh, news sites, but... um, a couple of things I was talking, and by the way, Joe Weaver, operations manager, is um, in the producer chair this afternoon. Uh, Mike Miracle uh, is getting a well-deserved a couple of hours off to get out there and enjoy this great weather. But um, we're watching it uh, during this first hour, and if uh, we start seeing breaking news about the uh, Mueller report, uh, we will certainly go to that, uh, and I'll give you some um, updates on that as well, whether it's happening or not. But as Joe Weaver and I were talking about, um, j- just just to sort of give you the background, 
Friday afternoons, who, whoever is releasing uh, information, a document, an investigation, or whatever, if you are releasing something that either did not have the narrative you were really looking for, didn't have the bang, and I'm talking about whether you're a state attorney, you're the U.S. Justice Department, you're the Florida House, the Florida Senate, the U.S. House, U.S. Senate, Republican Party, Democratic Party, you get what I'm saying. If you're an organization and you've got a big, big, big story, investigation or whatnot, that the public has really been waiting to get, when you come to your conclusion, if it is, if it comes to a conclusion that is less than what what you were hoping for, or the people, some people were expecting, then what you do is you release that late on a Friday afternoon, going into a weekend. It's called burying the news, so that by the time it's released, it might make the Saturday morning papers, and a lot of people aren't paying attention on a Saturday to the, to the newspapers. Now, some folks will get it and scan it. If this Mueller report on whether or not Trump conspired with the Russians and all the other things that uh, are happening, and keep in mind so far, all the indictments, everybody who's been busted, arrested, going to court or whatnot, has all been for conduct that had nothing to do with Donald Trump. Nothing. You need to make that clear. Now, whether it comes out this afternoon or not, uh, Joe and I certainly, our uh, interests are very heightened. Uh, but if, it, if they had something very blockbuster, I guarantee you it would not be released on a Friday afternoon. It would be released, uh, you know, it could be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but it would be released and it probably might be also leaked a little bit. To make sure everybody knew that, uh, for instance, let's talk about the O.J. Simpson indictment. You know, uh, many, many years ago, that's the only one that came to mind very quickly. You know, when when the indictment was going to come down, we all knew the indictment was coming down. Sensational story. Um, But as we watch this this afternoon, I'm still not seeing any real indication. So let's go on to a very special day. And that is, uh, you may not have known this, but this is World Down Syndrome Day. And I want to let you know that uh, there is a very special picture that I'm just smiling. Everybody in the picture is smiling, and I'm smiling because of the picture. If you get a chance, you can go to Fox News and uh, look at the story yourself. But a wonderful picture of President Donald Trump, Vice President Mike Pence, and four beautiful people who they are standing with. And, in fact, uh, President Trump uh, has in his hand the hand uh, of a young lady. And uh, all four of the participants with the pres and the vice pres are, uh, are very special individuals. They are individuals with Down syndrome. And they had a chance to sit down with the president today, and I know that had to be just an absolute deal of their lifetime and here's what the president said on twitter today we celebrate the lives and achievements of americans with down syndrome the vice president and i will always stand with these wonderful families and together we will stand for life hashtag 
World Down Syndrome Day. Now, you know why that's important before we get back to the story? Uh, As I believe God has granted me the opportunity to continue with my two ministries, over the last 23 years in Tallahassee, and currently I'm president of the Florida Ethics Religious Liberty Commission, you know, we have spent the lion's share of our time on the pro-life beginning of life and abortion. I have uh, worked on one major euthanasia case, and that was I was very involved uh, with the Terry Schiavo situation. Uh, between uh, Go between, between uh, the, uh, well, you got the Florida House, Florida Senate, and, and Jeb Bush. And so, um, but I tell you, as I look forward to the next of what I presume to be 5, 10, 20 years of my advocacy in Tallahassee, I got to tell you that end-of-life euthanasia is going to be more and more the focus, given the number of baby boomers that are getting older and what seems to be a trend among younger Americans to have very little patience for uh, anyone other than themselves. And so we're going to be fighting as much for end-of-life dignity and natural death as we are and have been for abortion. And and so when I look at the other aspect of this, and this is the aspect of those that have serious diseases. You know, some of the Scandinavian countries is, is the moment you are prescribed the moment you are diagnosed with a down syndrome pregnancy the the norm there is to abort all of those babies there are no down syndrome children born in some of the scandinavian countries and just think about that well a lot of these countries are are, are certainly pagan countries with no christianization of any major percentage or numbers But I want to tell you, we have at my home church at Idlewild, we have, I call them unique kids. I will tell you, I don't even like to use the word special needs. And I know that's okay, but I I like to think of them of unique kids. We have a very significant unique kids ministry. And oftentimes they will join us in the sanctuary uh, for praise and worship, especially on Wednesday night. They will come and they have their section and uh, they love the music. And then when the music concludes and Pastor Ken, whoever is going to be preaching, that's Dr. Ken Witten, then those that work with unique kids will take them back. They have their special time back in their classroom. But it is, to me, it's, it's a reminder every week when I see these precious kids and they've got their own unique uh, styles of uh, relating, their own unique styles of responding to praise and worship. I just smile because God loves them. God loves them as they are. And I believe in the deep down bottom of my heart, God does not desire for these kids uh, to be aborted. But nonetheless, today is uh, the world's Down Syndrome Day. And um, 
he released, uh, he being the president, also released a statement that I want to share with you. President Trump said, and I quote, sadly, there remain too many people, both in the United States and throughout the world, that still see Down syndrome as an excuse to ignore or discard human life. This sentiment is and will always be tragically misguided. We must always be vigilant in defending and promoting the unique and special gifts of all citizens in need. We should not tolerate any discrimination against them as all people have inherent dignity. The president went on to say the approximately 250,000 Americans with Down syndrome truly embody the great spirit of our nation. And listen very carefully. This is so true. They inspire joy, kindness, and wonder in our families, in our workplaces, in our communities. We will always endeavor to make sure that their precious gifts are never maligned or taken for granted. And of course, abortion is at the forefront of the Down Syndrome advocacy movement. You know, lawmakers in Utah approved a measure to ban aborting babies with Down syndrome. It's now on the desk of the Utah pro-life governor, Gary Herbert. Another quote from the pro-life Utah folks, quote, A Down syndrome diagnosis shouldn't be a death sentence. Selective abortion for any reason is the very definition of eugenics. Reminding you that Margaret Sanger, the creator and former head of Planned Parenthood, was very much into eugenics. She very much was involved with exterminating African Americans. She very much was uh, communicating with and in the loop with Adolf Hitler. Now, people will get all up in arms on the left. That's not true. That's not true. It is absolutely true. But I want to tell you, selective abortion, quoting the Utah Right to Life folks, for any reason, is the very definition of eugenics. And history warns us that this is a very dangerous road to take. Utah needs to draw a defining line in the sand, and we declare loudly to the world, we will not go there. Here's a quote I want to leave you with. Of the babies diagnosed with Down syndrome in Iceland, are you ready? In Iceland, if you thought about going to Iceland, maybe you boycott it. 100% are aborted. 100% of Down syndrome babies are aborted. In uh, Denmark, 98% are aborted in the U.S. 67%. That'll give you something to think about. Phone lines are open 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Hey, do you want to be in the movies? Hallmark needs some extras. We'll tell you about that in a moment. 
If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. You're invited to Look Up Clearwater, bringing together Christian music performances of all genres, filling Coachman Park in Clearwater for a huge day of fun, music, and fellowship. Look Up Clearwater happens from 3 to 9, Saturday, April 6, and is 100% free and open to everyone. Come see the family area with special activities for kids. Plan to be in Coachman Park, Saturday, April 6, for Look Up Clearwater. Check us out at lookupclearwater.com. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. On April 5th, don't miss the best of enemies. Starring Academy Award nominee Taraji. G.P. Henson. I play Ann Atwater, a civil rights activist who was able to approach hate with love. And Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. All the better if you don't get in my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. If you change one heart, you can change the world. I have a Bible. And then you ought to know, same God made you, made me. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters April 5th. This is Dennis Prager. I want to invite you to join me for a travel opportunity that may be the highlight of your year, maybe even one of the highlights of your life. I'm headed back to Israel in December 2019 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour of the key sites and places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired, renewed, and empowered by the experience if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel. This is your opportunity. Click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. Join us Sunday morning at 1030 for Faith Point Radio with Dr. Brent Stansel, pastor of Community Bible Baptist Church. One name or two names could never fully describe him. And at different seasons in your life and at different places in your life, God reveals himself to you in different ways in your life. Don't miss Faith Point Radio Sunday morning at 1030 on Faith Talk. 
AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Somewhere the sea, somewhere Hey, Bill Buckley, we're back, and if you like that music, if you are a movie buff, we're calling all actors, calling all actors. We need a lot of you. That's right. Need a lot of you. Want to be in the movies? Want to be in that new Hallmark movie? Well, we'll tell you about that in a moment. Hey, just just to tell you, update that uh, nothing has uh, been announced for the last few moments. If this is going to happen, this being, if you're just joining us, the Mueller investigation concluding and being rolled out to tell us what the deal is. If it's what I call the million-dollar nothing burger, Chances are it's not going to happen till after 6, you know, 5.36, 6.37, maybe later. The idea that no one's paying attention, so we're still a little bit early if it's going to be concealed. But nonetheless, just let you know, kind of keep an eye on it, but it may not happen at all. Well, how would you like to be in the movies? Have you ever thought about being a movie star? You ever thought about seeing yourself on the big screen? Well, here could be your chance. You know, the Hallmark folks, and Mrs. Bunkley loves Hallmark along with her mother-in-law. Hallmark is uh, the place to be for the ladies. Anyway, Hallmark is filming a movie right here in Safety Harbor, and guess what? They need some extras, and they need some extras. They need a lot of extras, what I understand, and on multiple days. Now, the Safety Harbor Chamber of Commerce put out the word, that uh, casting agents are looking for people. So if you are between the ages of 50, that's 15, 15, 15 and 60, and they need families and they need couples, if you'd like to uh, put your hat in the ring to be in the movies, hey, this is your chance. Now, extras are going to be needed on certain dates beginning on March 25th. Between March 25th and April 12th to appear in a number of background shots. Now, what that means is there's a lot of opportunities. Let me just run down some of these. March 25th, 27 people needed for 12 hours. March 26th, 20 people needed for 12 hours. March 27th, 5 people needed for 8 hours. March 27th, 18 people needed for 12 hours. March 28th, 8 people needed for 8 hours. March 28th, 52 people needed for 12 hours. March 29th, 17 people needed for 8 hours. April 8th, 12 people needed for 12 hours. April 9th, 82 people needed for 12 hours. And April 12th, 18 people needed for 10 hours. Now, do the quick math on that. They need some people. And uh, I think you've got a relatively fair chance of uh, putting your name in the hat. And uh, being selected. Now, if you would like to work as an extra in this Hallmark movie, I'm going to repeat this two or three times. Send an email. Need your contact information. Send them a headshot. Age and availability. Again, send them an email. I'm going to give you the address. You mail them an, an email that has a picture of your headshot, your age. Now, here's that address. I'll repeat it a couple times. Loveinthesunfilm at gmail.com. Loveinthesunfilm at gmail.com. All one word. 
loveinthesunfilm at gmail.com. And again, in that email, your name, your contact information, headshot, age, and availability. And I suppose if you want to do it as a family, you'd put, uh, you know, the headshots of your family, identify who's in what picture and the ages. And uh, if you're interested in doing single shots as well as family shots, uh, I put a line or two in there. I wouldn't do lengthy paragraphs. I put it in bullet points and let them know of your availability. But, again, uh, the dates are from March 25th through um, April the 2nd. Obviously, you know, it looks like because filming is expensive, every day between March 25th and April the 12th, well, let's say this way, between uh, March 30th and April 1st, it's off, and then you've got uh, three opportunities in April. But you know what? It'd be fun. And uh, if you're able to uh, hop into movies, then you'll have something you'll be able to tell us about, and uh, we'll get a chance to uh, watch the Hallmark movie to see who we know that made it as a movie extra. Well, we're going to be uh, taking a, a brief uh, timeout. Remind you that if you'd like to follow the Bill Bunkley Show, and yours truly, Bill Bunkley, uh, I'll be over on AM 570 throughout West Central Florida. Also on AM 910 for those of you uh, in the area of Plant City. And by the way, that signal goes all the way to SeaWorld. And in Lakeland, uh, 102.1 FM if you're in downtown Lakeland or in that area proper. Love to have you come over because uh, Glenn Stanton's going to be with me in the second hour. Focus on the family. We're going to be talking about cohabitation. You know, we talk about adultery. We talk about homosexuality. We talk about transgenderism from a biblical worldview. Well, today we're going to talk about cohabitation, which is all in uh, the same category of, uh, of uh, behavior that God has something to say about that. That'll be our first hour, and then we'll go out to uh, Hollywood in California. Ben Kaiser will be with us, and we're going to be talking about the movie opening this weekend, which is Us, which is a, a horror film that uh, we want to give you some cautions about. And next week, we won't have a movie guide segment, so we're going to have an opportunity to talk about two big movies opening up next week. Disney's Dumbo is finally going to be opening, and so that's going to be a big deal. And then Unplanned. And uh, Ben Kaiser and I are going to have an extended discussion about Unplanned. That's the expose on Planned Parenthood. And one of their model employees that decided that once she was a participant in an abortion, helping out, she wanted out. All that in the Bill Bunkley Show coming up. Signing off for now. I hope to see you on the other side. Best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers. And a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now, all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. Hey, my name is Brian Golden. I am the host of Unfiltered Radio weekdays at 6.30, and I'm the lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I want to let you know about the launch of our North Campus on Easter Sunday, April the 21st. Our church has grown as we started as an alternative to church as usual several years ago, and now there's the need to create more space, and so we would love to invite you to join us on Easter Sunday for the launch of that campus, and we would love to invite you to be a part of that launch team, and you can get all of the information and sign up to join at Centerpoint fl.org and again that's centerpointfl.org 
Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Trump says he's canceling some sanctions against North Korea, though it's not certain which ones he means. The president tweeted he's reversed major new Treasury sanctions against North Korea, but it wasn't immediately clear what sanctions he was talking about. The tweet from Trump's club in Florida took the Treasury Department by surprise. New sanctions were announced Thursday against two Chinese shipping companies accused of helping Pyongyang evade sanctions. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders put out a statement that Trump likes North Korean leader Kim Jong-un and that he doesn't think these sanctions will be necessary, but she didn't say what sanctions she meant. I'm Warren Levinson. A rough day on Wall Street as fears of a slowing global economy led worried investors to seek refuge in bonds, sending yields sharply lower. The sell-off in stocks knocked more than 400 points off the Dow Jones Industrial Average and put the benchmark S&P 500 index on track for a weekly loss. Banks and technology stocks drove much of the broad slide. As journalists wait for special counsel Robert Mueller's report on the Russia investigation, President Trump questions the validity of the report. For two years we've gone through this nonsense because there's no collusion with Russia. You know that better than anybody. And there's no obstruction. They'll say, oh, well, wait, there was no collusion. That was a hoax. But he obstructed in fighting against the hoax, okay? That audio courtesy Fox Business Network's Mornings with Maria. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo held talks with the leaders of Lebanon today. Pompeo says Lebanon has to choose between independence or allow the dark ambitions of Iran and Hezbollah to dictate its future. The Lebanese people should no longer be made to suffer for the political and military ambitions of an outlaw nation and its terrorist affiliate. It will take courage for the nation of Lebanon to stand up to Hezbollah's criminality, terror, and threats. On Wall Street, the Dow plunged 460 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Ask yourself, if you built a van for your business, where would you start? At the beginning, of course, with the people who invented the work van over 100 years ago, Mercedes-Benz. You'd give your new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter advanced technology and safety to keep you connected and protected. You'd make it available in diesel and gas, and there would be thousands of configurations and upfits to choose from. You'd build it right here in the USA. Because your one-of-a-kind business deserves nothing less than a van that's built for you. Introducing the all-new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. The safest, most innovative Sprinter yet. Starting at just 33790 Built for you. The all-new Sprinter. Built in the USA. Mercedes-Benz. Vans. Born to run. MSRP excludes all options, taxes, title, registration, transportation, charge, and dealer prep fee. Options, model availability, and actual dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and terms. Equipment described as optional. 2019 Mercedes-Benz printer available soon. Facebook had stored millions of user passwords in plain text for years. By storing passwords in readable plain text, Facebook violated fundamental computer security practices. But cybersecurity expert Adam Levin suggests Facebook users change their passwords. It's not the end of the world to change your password to enable two-factor authentication. And yes, you have a right to be annoyed. But at the end of the day, the ultimate guardian of the consumer is, has always been, and will always be, the consumer. Facebook said there is no evidence its employees abused access to this data, but thousands of employees could have searched them. A key figure in the Democratic Unionist Party has suggested the Northern Ireland Party is still opposed to Prime Minister Theresa May's Brexit withdrawal deal. Deputy Leader Nigel Dodd says nothing has changed as far as the withdrawal agreement is concerned. 
He said the party will not accept a deal that threatens the constitutional and economic integrity of the U.K. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. European Union leaders worry about China's growing power, and they're devising plans to counter the ambitions of a country they describe as a systemic rival. The European Council is reviewing a 10-point strategy set out by the European Commission ahead of an EU-China summit next month. The EU wants to, quote, fully address the distortive effects of foreign state ownership and achieve a more balanced and reciprocal economic relationship. China is the EU's second largest trading partner behind the United States. The trade in goods between the two is worth about $1.1 billion a day, but the balance is largely in China's favor. Correspondent Jeremy House reporting. The Treasury Department is again expanding the relief it grants taxpayers who had too little in income taxes withheld from their paychecks in the first year of a sweeping tax overhaul. Taxpayers will now be able to avoid the penalties for paying too little in taxes as long as they paid at least 80% of what they owed the government. More on these stories at townhall.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open. In Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, welcome back to the 5 o'clock hour of the Bill Bunkley Show here on our Faith Talk stations. We are honored to have you with us and hope that Jesus is just giving you one of those Jesus-filled days and that uh, uh, you're yielding to him and he's just walking with you moment by moment by moment. And uh, we just praise him for that. Well, coming up this hour, it's our regular Friday segment with uh, uh, two of my favorite, favorite organizations. First up, of course, is Focus on the Family, uh, who we absolutely gleam so much from uh, here on our station and uh, folks around the world. And uh, today we're going to be talking about cohabitation leads to more unstable relationships than marriage. And I can't think of anybody more of an expert to do that than Glenn Stanton, Director of Family Formation Studies at Focus. And he's even written a book on this subject entitled The Ring Makes All the Difference. So that's coming up in just a moment here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Then just after the bottom of the hour, we'll head on out to uh, California and uh, do the L.A. beat in Hollywood with uh, Movie Guide. And Ben Kaiser is going to be joining us this afternoon, managing editor. Got three movies to talk about. The first one is uh, Us, which is a psychological horror movie and uh, may not be for everyone. But if you like those type of things, this is uh, probably going to be a pretty big hit at the box office. So we're going to discuss it today. And uh, because next week our friends at Movie Guide are going to be with our friends uh, with uh, Salem Media, Salem Real Network, they're going to be at the National 
Radio Broadcasters Convention in Anaheim, California. So since they're not with us next week, we got two big movies next week. One is Disney's Dumbo, and that's going to be a great big family hit, and so we invite you to take that one in. And then we're also going to be talking about Unplanned, which uh, Unplanned is the movie about uh, Planned Parenthood and about... uh, uh, what happens in terms of their business model, and uh, one of the young ladies who was recruited ended up being the employee of the year. She assisted in, in, in an abortion, and uh, it just changed her life around, and it really tells a story that everyone needs to know or see. All that and more on the Bill Bunkley Show. We look forward to uh, being with you during the next hour. Don't touch that dial. I'll be right back. The Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Council and Pray Tampa Bay invite you to the annual Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch, Thursday, May 2nd, at Armature Works in Tampa. This year's keynote speaker, Phil Cook, an internationally known author, speaker, and media producer, has a passion to see the church thrive in today's ever-changing world. Join us at the Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch, May 2nd, at Armature Works. Reserve your seats today at tampaprayerbrunch.com. On April 5th, don't miss The Best of Enemies, starring Academy Award nominee Taraji P. Henson. I play Anne Atwater, a civil rights activist who was able to approach hate with love. And Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. All the better if you don't get in my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. If you change one heart, you can change the world. I have a Bible. Then you ought to know, same God made you, made me. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters April 5th. Imagine not eating for days and not knowing when or if you'll eat again. That's the grim reality for families in Haiti, where conditions have become so dire, riots have begun, making a tragic situation all but untenable. And sadly, it's the children who suffer most. And yet, in the midst of such despair, Food for the Poor has continued to step up in faith, providing food clean water, and housing to those in most desperate need. Right now, your one-time gift of $80 to Food for the Poor provides for a child in need to have food for a year and clean water for life. Be a voice of hope for those who are hopeless. Call Food for the Poor, 855-353-HOPE. That's 855-353-4673. Or click the Food for the Poor banner at letstalkfaith.com. We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto Glass America. That's right, Tampa Bay. If you have a cracked windshield and full coverage insurance, they can install a new one for free and buy back your old one for up to $100 cash on the spot. Call 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto Glass America. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? Find a job you can believe in and get excited about at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings. They connect devoted people like you with thoughtful employers that share your values. Once you log on and see the quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Log on to ChristianJobs.com. That's ChristianJobs.com. 
Sunday mornings at 7.30, don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, but not only that, he gives us life. He gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here on a beautiful, dazzling Friday afternoon. I don't know how it could get any nicer. Uh, temperature, going to be sunny skies all weekend. A lot of options to get out and about to here in West Central Florida. So uh, we are very blessed, so enjoy it. Hey, want to remind you that uh, we have an opportunity to really wrap up our campaign with Food for the Poor. And um, we are excited because we're trying to get this done ASAP so we can get those supplies down to the folks in Haiti who have really been impacted by the missionaries pulling out because of the, the riots and the disruption. And just so, so pleased that uh, Food for the Poor is still uh, there um, on uh, scene and uh, waiting for the opportunity to get all that food out. Now, remember that uh, you can host a whole family of four for just $27 a month. That includes two meals a day uh, and a water for a lifetime. And so I ask you the question with your family budget, could you uh, support a family of four on $27 a month with two meals a day? Well, of course you can't. Well, that's the expertise of food for the poor. When you call right now at 855-353-4673, that's 855-353-4673, your one-time gift of either $320 or $27 a month is going to feed that family of four uh, for a year and uh, water for a lifetime. Remind you that if you want to just sponsor a child of $80, you can do that. Another way you can do that by uh, on your smartphone, dialing pound 250 and hit send. And when you hear the keyword, well, just say food. And they'll go ahead and get you uh, taken care of. Or you can go to letstalkfaith.com and give uh, securely online. But either way, whatever amount would be greatly appreciated as we want to close out the campaign and get uh, the food down there. Well, this is our regular opportunity to uh, check in with folks who uh, I regard as experts in so many of the aspects of a Christian worldview and a Christian walk. And today we are especially blessed because my good friend Glenn Stanton is with us. He's the... The director of family formation studies that focus on the family and he has uh, just absolutely been a blessing all through the years uh, he uh, debates as well as lectures extensively on the issues of gender sexuality marriage and parenting on university campuses uh, and at churches around the world he also served in the george w bush administration for many years as a consultant on increasing fatherhood involvement in the Head Start program. Eight books, that's right. He's the author of eight books on marriage, families, and a regular columnist for various blogs. Recommend his latest book, My Loving My LGBT Neighbor, Being Friends in Grace and Truth. 
and really uh, explores how we should be interacting with our gay and lesbian neighbors in a, well, a Christ-honoring way. He's got his master's in philosophy, communication arts and religion, and a master's degree in philosophy, history, and religion from the University of West Florida. That's right, West Florida. He knows exactly what's going on in our state. With that, Glenn Stanton, my man, good to have you back. Hey, Bill, good, good, good to be with you. And I like what you said earlier. We, You and I, we've been friends a long, long time, haven't we? Many years. And I always listen very carefully. Kind of like E.F. Hutton. When you speak, I listen. <laughs> <laughs> now, if only my kids would do the same. There you go. That's universal. You know, sin, when a sin fall in the world, you can't fight sin like that. You just got to deal with it moment by moment, you know? <laughs> That's right. That's hilarious. Well, it's good to be with you today. Good to be with you. Now, you know, we're talking about a subject that doesn't get talked about a lot. And uh, my audience knows, Glenn, that, uh, for instance, uh, because of the culture war going on right now and the cultural differences, uh, we tend to talk a lot about homosexuality, transgenderism. But the truth is, uh, there's a lot of sexual sins. Cohabitation is one, as well as adultery. Um, and the only uh, sexual relationship that is recognized in the eyes of God is within that marital relationship. But, you know, mm. cohabitation is one of those subjects, Glenn, that even a lot of churches today kind of bypass because the number of people who are living together and I don't think the churches are doing folks a lot of favor. And I know that maybe even me mentioning that on this radio program has some folks that are living together and the individual love Christ. But they're saying, oh, where are they going with this? So, so Glenn, your thoughts. Well, it's the cohabitation issue is a big, big issue, and you're you're right. It's it's not on a lot of our radar screens. I mean, one of the things that I do here at Focus on the Family is track family growth trends. The you know the good and the bad, and you know marriage has been declining, and divorce has actually leveled off and has even declined a little bit. But cohabitation is, I mean, it has been a steep, steep climb, um, just nearly straight up since the 1970s, and really doesn't show any um, you know sense of, of slowing and so we really do need to address that not because you know because it's such a, a moral issue but because it's so prevalent in our culture today and it's interesting what we'll talk about here is the research on cohabitation we have so many young people cohabiting thinking that it's a good test of a future relationship before I tie the knot before I really commit, um, I want to just live with this person and see if we really are compatible before we get married. But what the scholars tell us, and not just in a few studies, but just across the board, is that there are very few things that, that young couples do today of their own will that will sandbag their likelihood of having a successful, um, happy, long-lasting marriage then cohabiting. I mean, they're cohabiting, thinking that they're going to help themselves. But these scholars say, you know what, they're actually doing and involved in the very thing that will hurt, hurt them the most. And we're talking about uh, the subject today. Cohabita- cohabitation leads to more unstable relationships than marriage. Of course, Glenn Stanton is our guest. If you'd like to go to the website, FocusOnTheFamily.com, FocusOnTheFamily.com, not only for this subject, but so many other subjects. You note that there's 18 million couples cohabitating in the United States, so 
that is quite a headwind to be a uh, advocate of a Christian worldview with the, that many living together. Who knows how many of those uh, claim to uh, have a uh, a Christian orientation, but. The whole idea of the the cohabitation is, is probably because we've gotten away from really teaching our young people how important it is in God's eyes to keep keep one keep one pure. Right. And and I tell you, especially in some of our larger churches, we have a lot of folks that are cohabitating. Some churches are very upfront and will tell those folks that are living together, hey. It was welcome to come, but you cannot be applying for church membership yeah. if you are in sin. Um, that's kind of a tough, tough line to, 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 to follow, even though it was it's one that I support because you're not doing anybody any favor if you're not being upfront and honest. Not what Glenn Stanton or Bill Bunkley says, but what the word of God says. Yeah, and that's exactly right. And it's interesting that I have seen churches do this particular thing really wonderfully is, you know, when they'll preach about this, when they teach about this, they will say, you know, couples within this church, if you're cohabiting and you don't want to be, um, but like you're moving toward marriage, um, we have people in the church where, you know, you can you can stop cohabiting, move into, you know, the, the guy move into one person's basement, the girl move into another person's basement, because a lot of this is economic issues. You know, we, we can't afford to have two different places before we marry. But so the church coming along and saying, you know what, it may be difficult, but we will stand with you and we will help you um, find opportunities to be able to move out from one another until after the wedding. Um, and I think that's such a wonderful thing that churches can do. And when you're talking about this subject and, and you talk about the number of children that are involved with these uh, relationships, you know, you talk about, and certainly we, when we talk about marriage, uh, I wouldn't try to hold up that uh, just because someone is married, that uh, they are in an absolutely perfect marriage, one to another, that marriages don't have issues in and of themselves. But there is something inherently different about uh, growing up uh, in a family uh, unit that is an unmarried family unit and a and a married unit. And part of that is just uh, security. Uh, I know you've done a lot of thought and study in this area. Talk about those two and, and the effects on children. Yeah, no, and that's very, very good. In fact, I mean, Bill, as you know, I have a, a, a book on that very topic, The yes. Ring Makes All the Difference, um, and it just goes through all that research. And, yes, the stability of the relationship. I mean, the research finds time and time and time again that cohabiting relationships are highly volatile, highly volatile within the home itself. They argue more. There's more infidelity. There's more um, domestic violence violence, there's more financial problems, but also they break apart at such a significantly higher rate. And now one of the most important things for children that we can provide, even if you live in a poor family, is, you know what, this is my home, and we have regular meals, and here's mom, and here's dad, and, you know, we have this regular routine, The just the security of normalness for the child. Marriage provides that 
so significantly greater than cohabitation will. Cohabitation is like the roller coaster of relationships, um, whereas marriage does provide that kind of security and that kind of, um, you know, expectation in that, you know, we, we know how the day in and day out are going to go. And so that is very, very significant. And it's very important that we think of cohabitation as morally wrong, but it's just humanly wrong as well in that it doesn't provide the good kinds of things that one women need for safety and, you know, support within a relationship nor does it provide the basic fundamental things that children need. Even though, you know, you've got two loving parents within a family, they're living together, they're doing all those things. Like I say in my book, out of the title, it's the ring that makes all the difference. It's the commitment, the public commitment that the two people, mother and father, husband and wife, or man and woman, have made to one another um, that really does make all the difference in the world. If you're just joining us, FocusOnTheFamily.com is the website. And, of course, Glenn, San- Glenn Stanton is with us today, Director of Family Formation Studies at Focus. Cohabitation leads to more unstable relationships than marriage. Um, when we talk about cohabitation relationships, and I know that um, it's hard to determine because when we look at divorces in America, we look at uh, statistics that often talk about people who are married, same thing with the church. But then when we have people that have just cohabited for one, three, five, ten years, whatever it is, and when they stop living together, that still is a failed relationship. But it doesn't go into what has been a traditional number of failed relationships, which is the divorce rate. And I know that also skews the number within the church. Talk about that, because if if we had a way of tracking the cohabitation relationships, number one, how long does the average cohabitation relationship uh, run, if there's a statistic on that? And then talk about the fact that... Uh, uh, we may have more unstableness uh, in marriages, uh, uh, marriages or relationships, if you were to add the cohabitation factor. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's it's. Uh, I mean, I can't even find a superlative word to explain just how dramatic um, just the experience of cohabiting damages relationships. It damages the cohabiting relationship, but it also damages future marriages, either with the individual or, you know, if you go on to marry another individual. I mean, the the increase in divorce rate of couples or, you know, an individual coming into marriage who has cohabited sometime in the past, the increase is about 50 to 80 percent. So you take the general risk of just, you know, somebody who's never cohabited and, and their risk of divorce, and then you add on 50 to 80 percent of that, it's just remarkable. And that's, you know, you asked the question about the the longevity of cohabiting relationships. I mean, most of them last a very, very short while, and they break up through real problems. 
Um, you, you know, it's not like, well, we just don't want to do this anymore, and we both go on our way. Um, a lot of times it's out of domestic violence. It's out of the woman feels controlled, and that's a curious thing about cohabiting. You know, feminists will say, well, a, a woman does better in a cohabiting relationship because she can leave at any time she wants. Well, if she's been cohabiting quite a few years, um, you know, divorce laws make sure that she leaves with some sort of um, – care and protection for her. In cohabiting, I'm like, you know, the guy will just say, if you want to leave, leave. And she leaves with nothing, um, even though she's, you know, like invested in this guy's life. So even from a, you know, quote unquote, feminist perspective, um, marriage is much, much more protective and honoring to women than cohabitation ever could be. And when you're in that uh, cohabiting relationship, um, have you seen any sort of research on um, the percentage of uh, one spouse cheating on the on another? In other words, if you are married, and we know that adultery and cheating is going on with people that are married, and it's going on with people who are in the church, not just out of the church, but um, if you're just cohabitating, is it easier? And as much as research can tell, is, is the is the odds of your cohabitor, your your person you're living with, are the odds greater that uh, a cheating situation is going to happen in a cohabiting relationship than in a marriage relationship? Absolutely. There's a great deal of just mainstream sociological research on that, and all of it finds that cohabiting couples are exponentially much, much higher to cheat on one another. And it's interesting that within just a marital situation, men, you know, and this is not surprising to any of us, men are more likely to cheat than women are in a marital situation. In cohabitation, for some reason, um, women are far more likely to cheat, not necessarily than men, but they're far more likely to cheat um, on their partner than married women are. Um, and it's just, it's remarkable and it's stunning. And it has to do with the nature of the relationship itself. There's not that commitment. Well, you know, we're not married. It's interesting. I mean, you, you think about, you know, guys at a bar and they'll say, you, you know, hey, I was with this woman last night and some guys who know her are like, dude, she's married. You can't, you know, nobody says, dude, she's cohabiting. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, you know, right. She's she's off limits. And so, yes, that marriage and the cohabiting relationship are qualitatively different. How about the regard for the other partner in a cohabiting re- relationship? Um, you know, it, it's tough. You know, anything in the media these days, uh, you know, it's long been since the time of Andy of Mayberry when – you watch uh, something on television or you go to the latest movie and uh, all that's depicted on the screen is a dedicated married family, uh, whatever's going on. No, you go to the movies or you go online or whatnot and uh, everything that's enticing, including a lot of the sitcoms, is somebody stepping out, cheating on the other person. When we keep seeing those images day in and day out, and and now what are we seeing? Thousands of those. If you if you know if you if you, you know if you live in a hole somewhere, you know you're not exposed to them. I know a lot of people probably don't go to the movies. Well, I don't want to say a lot, 
there are some very committed Christians who don't do any media, don't have cable in their homes. And, and for those that are, are on that uh, plateau, I, I commend them. But the truth of the matter, Glenn Stanton, most of the folks that we're talking to today have a couple, 300 channels on their cable box. <laughs> uh, as soon as the newest movie comes out or they're on Netflix or Prime and they're seeing them pretty quickly. And all you get exposed to, which is really bringing down your consciousness, is two people who shouldn't be doing things together. They're doing things together. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems to me that in a cohabitation thing, uh, kind of like uh, you know the old the old adage years ago. Well, you know what? I don't want to get married yet. I want to sow my wild oats. It's almost as if the cohabiting situation for some allows them to have the flexibility they see wherever they go in the culture. But the truth of the matter is, when you're cheated upon, it still hurts. When oh, your spouse, yeah. yeah, when your spouse, when, when your partner that you're cohabiting with gives you an STD. Uh, all those things that happen or your cohabitor partner comes home and he tells her that, well, you know, we got to chat because I got, you know, I have impregnated somebody. Talk about that because if you think that cohabiting is going to avoid some of that pain, not only is it not avoid it, I think, but the fact that you're going to be on your own with none of the protections of marriage, uh, I think it's a worse situation. What are your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. And and in Chapter 7 of my book, um, the ring makes all the difference. I address the very issue of um, how cohabitation hurts women more than it hurts men. It hurts both of them. But the woman is the one who takes it on the chin more, if you will, because of the nature of the cohabiting relationship. I mean, even coming down to this, um, that married men um, will do about eight hours a week more chores around the house than a cohabiting man will. You know, the when a man has a ring on his finger, he's more acquainted with a toilet brush, with a you know vacuum cleaner, <laughs> with the dishwasher, and those things. Because the the married man is just more committed. Um, he is more considerate of the woman that he is married to. The other is. Um, you know, cohabiting men, they're kind of just happy with it as they are. Nearly all cohabiting women think that their cohabiting relationship will one day lead to marriage. Very few men think that. Or they think, well, it may one day, but not today. And of course, we know. I mean, the guy just keeps putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. So the cohabiting woman is a woman that is living under a false pretense that this is going somewhere. And so we've got to understand this, that marriage and the commitment and safety and security of marriage is the relationship on the woman's terms. Cohabitation is the relationship on the man's terms who really doesn't want to settle down and commit. Well, I wish we had more time, but we're out of time. But I want to make sure our audience hears very clearly that uh, we're talking about one of several sexual sins uh, that are outlined in the Holy Scriptures. And, of course, there are there are so many other sins that we are made aware of in Scripture because we are called to purity. And, and understand that uh, our responsibility as believers not in the particular sin is to 
in a very loving way, in a very supporting way, not supporting of the cohabitation itself, but supportive of the individuals to to not only lovingly point out what the Bible has to say. And, uh, you know, I would tell our pastors, you know, all folks should be welcome in your congregation as far as being able to come and hear a sermon. And, and certainly you wouldn't want to have any church doctrine for becoming members that uh, knowingly violates, uh, you know, a sin. And many churches spell that out. So know that uh, we know there's 18 million folks out there cohabitating. It doesn't mean we don't have a message for them um, to to deal with uh, uh, their sin like any other sin and to get in right relationship with the Lord. Well, my guest today has been uh, Glenn Stanton, Director of Family Formation Studies at Focus on the Family. We've been talking today about cohabitation leads to more unstable relationships than marriage. Uh, that website is focusonthefamily.com and pastors and others. Uh, I believe the name of the book that I would recommend is The Ring Makes All the Difference. The Ring Makes All the Difference by Glenn Stanton. That would be a great resource. And Glenn, I tell you what, has spent decades uh, allowing the Lord to lead him in these areas, and that's why he is an expert that speaks around the world. Well, Glenn, we got to get out of here. But, Glenn, as always, thank you so much for being with me, and we look forward to our next chat. Blessings, David. We'll, or Bill, I'm sorry. We'll see you later. That's okay. Take care, my friend. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, going to take a quick time out. Up next is Ben Kaiser, and we've got three movies to talk about this afternoon, U.S., Unplanned, and Dumbo. All that and more on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Here's the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Special Counsel Robert Mueller has concluded his investigation into Russian election interference. The Justice Department says Mueller delivered his report Friday to Attorney General William Barr, who is reviewing it. Mueller's report, still confidential, sets the stage for big public fights to come. The next steps are up to Attorney General Barr, to Congress, and in all likelihood, federal courts. It's not clear how much of the report will become public or provided to Congress. Barr has said he will write his own report summarizing Mueller's findings. President Trump has said he wants all of the report released. British Prime Minister Theresa May will be laboring against the odds once again to win backers in Parliament for her unloved Brexit deal to a timetable dictated by the European Union. On Wall Street, a rough day as the Dow plunged 460 points, the Nasdaq dropped 196. More details at srnnews.com. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. The author of the book of Hebrews said, Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, exhorting one another. Be accountable to somebody. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Mary, the child you bear will become the greatest of men. From the network that brought you the Bible. There has been talk about Jesus. They say he's healing the sick. Comes the life of Jesus Christ. His preaching is what concerns me. He's helping people. From those who knew him best. We are his followers. We've seen him do wondrous things. I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus, his life. Monday at 8 on History. Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is getting you customers and which is a waste of your dollars? 
Contact us at Salem Surround. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports, and instantly move your advertising to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Salem Surround. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. This is Charles Osgood for Exergen. You know, when our five kids were growing up, someone was always getting sick. But when you tried to take anybody's temperature, all chaos would break out. When you're struggling with a fussy, squirmy kid, there's no value in those old-fashioned thermometers we used to use. Now my grandkids have it easy. The Exergen Temporal Scanner has changed all that. Just swipe it over the forehead and you get a fast, accurate reading. You don't even have to wake them up. And it's so easy, even Grandpa can do it. And that's what I call real value. Sacrifice. When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new club for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a weekend getaway for a church missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your son or daughter to the finest Christian schools in Tampa Bay. By half, that's right. When you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find half-off tuition for some of our community's most reputable faith-based schools, ranging from preschool all the way to Bible college. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout the Bay Area. Chances are, there's one near you. You want the best for your child. You're willing to sacrifice. And here at Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910, we're ready to help with half-price tuition to faith-based schools. Explore your options today at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Saturday afternoons at 4.30. Join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He blesses those who diligently, they are focused. They got missile lock. They're dialed in. They're going after God who seek him, who run hard after him, who love him, who live for him. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch. Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The state of Kentucky is in the historic process of passing four new pro-life laws, all of them expected to be signed by Kentucky's pro-life governor, Republican Matt Bevan. One has already been appealed. It's a law that would nearly ban abortion after about six weeks of pregnancy. The fetal heartbeat bill would protect life once a detectable heartbeat is existent. House Bill 148 would ban abortion completely in the state of Kentucky, taking effect only in the event that Roe v. Wade is reversed. Another would require physicians to tell women about certain realities of life and options available to them in the event they're considering an abortion. But in moral terms, one of the most important of these bills is the last one, House Bill 5. It would make illegal abortion based on race, gender, or the disability of a fetus. But the pro-abortion movement is fighting it with everything they have. It's a big moment for the cause of life. I'm Albert Moeller. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Hey, we're back, Bill Bunkley, on a Friday afternoon, and it's just after 5.30. That means it's time for Movie Guide. Hey, before we get to Ben Kaiser, I want to remind you that this is the height of registration season for all of our uh, private and Christian schools. I want to remind you that uh, you can save half off the annual tuition for the first year uh, if you want to take a look at some of the finest Christian schools that we have throughout West Central Florida. 
And if you participate in our Christian Tuitions program, um, you're going to get half price off if God leads you and you make that decision to go to one of those schools. And that could be a savings of thousands of dollars. Go to ChristianTuitions.com, ChristianTuitions.com. And when you're there, go ahead and sign the info sheet and get that to us. Uh, We will call you back and set up an interview uh, and phone calls. And also there you can see the fine schools that are available for all of what you need to know about getting started with our Christian Tuitions Half Price Off program. Go to ChristianTuitions.com. Well, Ben Kaiser is with me, and, of course, uh, Movie Guide is our go-to missions organization that is really doing a fine job not only in Hollywood but all over the world, as Dr. Bear is sharing uh, almost constantly. Uh, today, we've got a chance to talk to uh, the managing editor, Ben Kaiser, and we have uh, three important movies to cover. And before we do that, Ben, it's always a pleasure to have us with us. I'm so happy to be with you, Bill. To have you with us. <laughs> It's Friday. What can I say? All right. uh, We got a couple that we're going to do fairly quickly. We're going to be talking about Us, Unplanned, and Disney's Dumbo. Uh, And I want to leave Unplanned uh, for the last one because that is a very significant movie that Ben and I want to talk about. But the first one is a psychological horror movie. Not not my best uh, movies, but uh, it's called Us. Ben Kaiser, I know you've got probably some cautions on this one, but uh, it's a pretty good movie as far as how it's made. I don't know about the content. Yeah, and, and the reason we don't normally talk about the horror movies a lot, but this one is going to make a decent amount of money. A lot of people are talking about it. It's from the director, Jordan Peele, who made a movie a couple years ago called Get Out. And this one is uh, a lot of anticipation behind it. And like, like you said, we, it's four stars for quality because it is really well done. It's a really uh, compelling movie, and at the end it makes you think. But the content is kind of rough. It's about this family that goes on vacation, and they're being hunted by this uh, family that looks just like them. They're doppelgangers of themselves. So it's literally a man versus himself story uh, storyline. And uh, but like like you said, it it is a psychological horror movie. There's some violence. There's some foul language, and there are some light redemptive moments. But a lot of the plot, a lot of the themes and messages are kind of ambiguous and vague. It's almost almost like a parable, if you would. Uh, some of the uh, uh, underpinning uh, messages in the movie, where it can be interpreted different ways. So there's not really a lot of positive hooks to hang your your coat on in this movie or things to uh, really take away. It's more of a thought-provoking piece. But we brought it up because it's you might hear a lot of people talking about it uh, because it's going to make some money. It's going to, uh, especially young people are interested in it. So we just want you to be aware. It's R-rated. Has a lot of cautions. Uh, don't you know if you're going out on a date night mo- tonight? Don't accidentally walk into the movie Us looking for you know a happy movie that's going to make you feel good at the end because it's not one of those movies. You can get the full analysis at movieguide.org. We just wanted to to set people with a, send people with a warning of of that movie. All right, that's us. I, a quick question though, uh, showing my age. Uh, I don't have my Webster's Dictionary with me, but I got to tell you, this is the first time I've ever heard the word doppelgangers. 
Well, well, oh yeah. Is that is that something like I've really missed the last few years or, or something? No, about that, no. Right? I mean, that just means like it's like a duplicate, a double, a copy of oneself. So oftentimes, uh, if you see someone that looks just like you on the sidewalk, uh, walking down the street, you'd say, "Oh, that's my doppelganger." But in this story's context, they're actual like copies of the family. Well, I'll have to remember that. You know, I do this I do this job so I can learn something every day. So I'm going to have to file away doppelgangers. So uh, <laughs> I, I know what that's all about. Anyway, you're listening to Ben Kaiser, expert, along with Dr. Uh, Ted Bear, that we have uh, each Friday afternoon from movieguide.org. They really keep us on track. Now, next week uh, is going to be the NRB, which is the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. It's out in Anaheim, California. You know, it was over here in Orlando either last year or the year before. And so all the crew with Movie Guide are going to do what they do every year. And that next Friday, they're going to be in Anaheim, which means they're not with us. But we wanted to talk about two important movies rolling out next week. One is Unplanned. We'll talk about that in a moment. And then we also have Disney's Dumbo. And I got to tell you, Ben Kaiser, um, if the movie is anything like the trailers, the trailers are just, uh, they're beautiful, they're magnificent, uh, they're grand, and it really looks like one of those grand stage movies. It, it really is. It's directed by Tim Burton, actually, who is really well-known director. He's done so many classics. He, he This isn't his first time doing a live-action Disney remake. He did Alice in Wonderland several years back, but it really is a beautiful reimagining of the Dumbo story that we all know and love. And, and they do a great job with the CGI and the special effects because, I mean, that's a hard thing. You have this baby elephant with large ears that can fly, and that could look really hokey if it's not done well. And they, they do a great job. It's, it's heartwarming. There's no objectionable content in the movie. The only We gave it a plus two, which is a really good family-friendly rating. But the only reason it's not uh, higher is there's not as much explicit Christian content, and uh, there might be a, a couple characters or situations that, that could be frightening for really young children but for the most part dumbo is very family friendly four out of four stars with quality and we really like this one uh it's heartwarming it really touches your soul uh there's lots of uh themes and messages of of miracles and and you know family being reunited it is an elephant family but it's still about family and, and we really like it so that's dumbo you can read more at movieguide.org but if you're looking for a family movie to see in theaters next weekend uh that's going to be the one that you're going to want to check out yeah, Dumbo will be one that uh, if we're going to catch a movie next weekend, that'll be one that we will be catching. Again, that's next weekend because uh, we won't be able to talk with our friends at Movie Guide. They'll be at the NRB convention there in Anaheim. Well, also opening on the same weekend certainly is uh, a movie that uh, is in a whole different ballpark. Uh, and, in fact, one that uh, I I would issue some cautions to uh, uh, first with my wife and to, to other uh, ladies in the audience, but it's unplanned. And uh, I had a chance, if you were listening to the Bill Bunkley show in the last uh, few days, you know that uh, I had a chance to join uh, some of our state legislators for a very private, very special, but private screening of unplanned that took uh, place uh uh, at the IMAX Theater right adjacent to the state capitol. And uh, both Ben and the crew there were at the premiere for Unplanned in Hollywood. So so Unplanned is about a movie that uh, explores not only the question of pro-life, 
when does life begin? Uh, gestation ages, and of course, uh, the whole uh, business plan of uh, Planned Parenthood. And with that, I want to turn it back over to Ben because uh, you probably have heard my thoughts about uh, over the last uh, week or so. But Ben, I don't know about you, but um, I've been at this situation in terms of uh, what 23 years in Tallahassee. There were some moments where I even had to turn away from watching the movie, but it is very true, and it needs to be shown. Absolutely, yeah. And for those that aren't familiar, it's the Abby Johnson story. She was a uh, Planned Parenthood clinic director in Texas. She was employee of, uh, of the month or employee of the year at one point, very celebrated in Planned Parenthood, and uh, worked there for eight years. And then one day, while um, helping the doctor perform the abortion, by holding uh, uh, the what's it called the uh, patient? Uh, no, the I'm blanking with the where you could see the baby on the screen. Oh, the ultrasound, the, the ultrasound. ultrasound. Yes, yes, thank, yes. Thank you. Um, she she sees the the baby squirming away from the tools that the doctor's using, yes. and it's right yes. then and there that she becomes pro life and realizes. The, the evils of abortion and she leaves and becomes a huge pro-life advocate and it's so it's her journey and her story and we're watching uh her grapple with uh, uh her family who's pro-life and her having this job and and faith is uh mixed in with it it's it's very well done the acting is great but like you said there are scenes that are very difficult to watch. It's a very hard movie, as it should be. Abortion isn't this uh, uh, lighthearted, lilies in the field uh, uh, subject that can be addressed without right. realizing the, the horrors of what's actually going on. So, so they do a good job. I wouldn't say it's gratuitous, uh, some of the, the scenes of the violence, but it is it is very hard to watch. So, you know, it, it, it did get rated R, which is its own controversy. Um, here at Hollywood, a lot of people discussing that. Uh, but we can't say it's one, don't take the whole family. It's not for the very little children. No, absolutely it, not. But teenagers that are, are, you know, maybe dealing with a lot of these conversations at schools, absolutely, like, you know, uh, uh, if, if it's right for your teenager, consider going with them and having that discussion because it's important. And, and it's also timely. I mean, this this movie coming out right now is, is a very interesting time. We were talking to the directors, uh, Carrie Solomon and Chuck uh, Konzelman at the premiere, and they were telling us that for many years they had it on their heart to make this movie. They've had the rights to Abby Johnson's story for years, and God kept telling them to wait, to wait, to wait until until now. And uh, it, it couldn't be more timely, especially with there's a lot of momentum in the pro-life movement. I mean, there's been other pro-life movies coming out, but then there's also a lot of, uh, uh, you know, counterattacks in certain states that are, are pushing the abortion laws, you know, farther and farther and farther to where, you know, you can, uh, in some states, abort on a baby uh, right up to before it's born. It, it's, it's crazy what's happening, but uh, uh, the timeliness of this movie is extremely important. In Illinois, just in the last 24 hours, their legislature is moving in the direction of New York, and so that's why it is so timely. we got a couple, two and a half minutes left, but I wanted to address one thing and, and get Ben to, to weigh in. There is a scene where, and understand it's CGI, uh, even though it's very realistic, those that understand what's going on say it's very realistic, but in the movie, 
understand that a third trimester abortion is the abortion of uh, of the of Mr. Gosnell's uh, uh, usage, and it is where an unborn baby is uh, dismembered in the womb, and you're going to see a CGI. It isn't an, it isn't the actual situation, but it is very accurate. And uh, I got to tell you, it's tough to watch. Ben, I have told uh, particularly couples that it might be good for the husband to maybe go see the movie first, uh, knowing the sensitivity. They know their wives better than anyone. But I just want to tell our ladies that it's very, very intense. And mm-hmm. we know that so many of the, the listeners out there, you know, your spouse may not know that you've had an abortion. All that's not my business. It's your business. But I just want to caution you that this that scene is very intense. And even I had to look away. Ben, we got about uh, oh, 30, 40 seconds. Could, could you at least comment on my thoughts about that? I, I totally agree. Exercise caution, you know, especially if, you know, if you, your wife is pregnant. Like, you just, you, you want to be careful. And uh, it is a very difficult scene to watch, as you said. And, but I think back to um, movies like Schindler's List that dealt with the, the hor- uh, you know, horrific things that happened with the, the Holocaust. And that movie, that's another movie yes. that is yeah. very, very difficult to watch. And this movie is similar in that vein. It's not, it's not a movie you sit down to watch as entertainment to enjoy and, you know, and, and leave, you know, super happy about the state of the world. But it is an important movie uh, to inspire change in our culture. Right. And uh, uh, for each each family, each couple, they're going to have to exercise discernment and caution on on when it's appropriate and, and the situation and the day and how, how are things at home. Because, uh, you know, even movies like Passion of the Christ uh, is, is similar in that sense where okay. you have ben, to ben, go with the Ben, right we're going ha- to have to leave it there only because I'm down to the end. Ben Kaiser, uh, first of all, go to movieguide.org, movieguide.org for unplanned. Ben, give our regards to all of our Salem folks at NRB. I'm Bill Bunkley signing off until next Monday at 4. Have a great weekend. God bless and good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.